What's up, Whoa That's Good fam? Welcome back to the Whoa That's Good podcast. Y'all, today we are going to recap 2020. What a year it's been. We're not going to recap the year as far as all the things that happened in 2020 because you know we'd be here forever. We're going to recap the best pieces of advice that we've gotten. Look, I'll say this. We've gotten so much good advice. And to be honest, I could go through every single person's podcast. And actually, that was the plan at first. But that would take me way too long because we got so much good advice. So I'm going to go through some of my favorites. And so today, you are in for a treat because you are just going to get some gold in your ears. And uh, I just think that these things are worth repeating. And so... Let's go through it. We started out the year strong with my grandma, Two Mama, who brought the house down and actually loved her piece of advice. And I'll, actually, I'll, I'll be honest with you, up front with you guys, um, I pretty much chose like four people from my family as some of my favorite advice. And that might be because I've heard them say it because it's truly impacted me. So bear with me, but I think it's pretty good. So to mama, that's what I call her. She said this, if you can't change the situation, change your attitude. Ayo, slam. I thought that was so good. Um, Christian and I talked about that the other day because he was in a situation he did not want to be in. And he was so frustrated that he was in that situation. And I was like, babe, the situation is not changing at the moment, you know? And so you have a choice. You can stay in this and you can have a bad attitude or you can change your attitude. And we had this talk about how it's hard in those moments to shift your attitude because you're frustrated at a situation, but it's always worth it. If you can just walk away, take a minute, reframe your mind to say like, I don't know, I'm grateful for being here for whatever reason. God, show me the joy in this moment. It always changes things for the better. So I love that piece of advice from two mama we're just gonna go straight to the next week in january uh, miles fidel who's actually christian's college pastor in auburn alabama um, at acc church i thought his advice was so good that's what he said he said the best thing you can do during this season of your life is find your own voice you need to figure out what uniquely makes you you and unleash that I thought that was so good. If you see the sign behind me, it literally says live original. And I thought that was so key. Like that is what we're saying when we say live original. It's like, find out what makes you uniquely you. God put something inside of you that reflects his image. Whatever that is, the world needs to see that. We want to see that. So I don't know what thing he put in you. Maybe it's different than anybody else in the world has especially your voice. I mean, your voice is different than the voice anybody else in the world has. So use it, unleash it, let the world see it because you're going to make the world a better place by simply being you because God put something in you that is good, that even God called good. I think about that sometimes that literally God was like creating the universe and he's making something as extraordinary as the sun, right? And he says, this is good. And then he makes something as extraordinary as the stars. And he said, these are good. Then he makes something as extraordinary as the ocean. And he says, this is good. And then he made somebody like me. And he said, that is very good very good when he made me and when he made man and I think that is so cool to think about when you look around at creation it's easy to to say wow God that that's the coolest thing you made that so good it's a little bit harder to look at ourselves and say that because we see our own flaws but I encourage you look at yourself today and say like God you made me good I want to bring out the good that you put in me I love that advice from Miles 
Um, moving on along, so back in March, my dad, Willie Robertson himself, said something I love. He said, give more than you take. And he said, that covers every aspect of your life. So I love that because I think a lot of times we can become like consumer-minded and we just want to like take, 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 take. We want to get, 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 get. But it's so important that we give more than we take. And I've seen that model from my dad. You know, he, he honestly gets a lot. He's a successful man. He, he gets gifts. He gets things. But I, I'm telling you, even though he gets a lot, he gives more. He gives so much. He gives his time. He goes out and he works. He cooks every night for our family. And then he gives generously, too. He gives his finances to different places that need it. And I just think that's so important, you know, to look at somebody's life and say, man, that's so cool that they literally give more than they're taking. I think that's great advice. Next, we're going on to Jenny Allen. I love Jenny's advice. She said her husband says this to her. Jenny, don't be the fancy version of yourself. Just be you. It's just so good. Again, it just reminds me of Live Original. And I had this moment um, last year at Passion when I was so nervous to go speak. I was like, oh gosh, how am I going to do this? How am I, I going to do this? How am I going to get up there and do this moment? And I turned around and Kristen came and was standing there and I said, hey, like, I need some advice. What do I do? Like, how do I, how do I prepare for this moment? How do I step into this? And she said, Sadie, just be you. She was like, God doesn't anoint another version of you. He anoints you. And I thought that was so good because it's so tempting for us to want to be a fancier version of ourselves, or be a better version. And in the sense of not trying to be like, oh, I want to be a better version, but being like somebody that we're not or looking at somebody and say, I'm going to kind of act like them in this moment because it seems to be working for them or whatever that looks like. And it's like, you know what? Like, that's not who God created you to be. Like, don't try to be that person. Just simply be you. Because the truth is, like, you're never going to be a better version of that person than that person's going to be because that's who they are. Like, try to be the best version of who you are. Just be you. Don't try to be anybody else. I love that. Such good advice. Moving along, back in May, this one is so good. Mike and Natalie Todd um, were talking about relationships and they were talking about like sex before marriage and stuff. And Mike and Natalie said this, moments of pleasure that are outside of God's will will produce years of rebuilding. And that was so real. They were so vulnerable about their own story and how they had moments where it was like they just desired pleasure so much and they would go through with that desire. And then that took years of them rebuilding what was outside of God's will. And I just thought that was such good advice for us. Um, Whether you're single, you're dating, or even you're married, you know that sometimes it does take years to rebuild, but it's worth rebuilding to make something that God created to be beautiful and pure make that beautiful and pure. I I thought that was such good. um, I thought that was such good advice. So that was incredible. I remember one time John Piper said this. He said, the essence of good and evil is not, you know, breaking the law or doing the law. It's not doing the right thing or doing the wrong thing. He said, the essence of good and evil is just like, the essence of good is desiring God over everything else. Essence of evil is putting something else in the place of your desire for God. So he talks about Eve with the apple and he says like how Eve 
it wasn't that it was just evil that she just broke the law that she just just didn't do what God said to do that wasn't like the essence of it the essence was she was saying this apple is more desirable to me than my relationship with God and it's always stuck out to me because I think sometimes we can get in such a thing of like what's right and what's wrong and then it's hard to do what's right and what's wrong just because we know that's wrong, we're not supposed to do it, and that's right. It's a lot easier when we say, you know what, I'm not going to do that. Not because I don't want to do that. I'm not going to do that because I desire God's will over my own. And I remember when Christian and I were dating, that's something we had to repeatedly say over ourselves. You know, we're not going to go there because we desire to see God's will. And so when you create a desire that's so deep in your heart, so deep in your life, for God, it's a lot easier to do the right thing because it's not out of punishment or it's not out of guilt or it's not out of shame. It's out of true desire of who you love and that that's God. And so it's a lot easier to deny your flesh, say yes to God, like deny your own will and step into the will of God. That's what I've learned. And I think that that is a, a critical thing to shift in your thinking. I think it's gonna be a lot easier for how to choose right from wrong. All right, next up in May also, we had Bella Robb on the podcast, my little sister, Bella Robertson. And I love her piece of advice. So that I, I took something from this that I want all young people to hear. So she said this, it's the Holy Spirit's job to convict, God's job to judge, and it's only our job to love. Dash Billy Graham. What I loved about it is that Bella, who was 17 at the time that she did this podcast, was quoting Billy Graham. You see, I think that's brilliant. You know, at 17, at 23, where I'm at, wherever you're at, you know, sometimes like what we have to say, like we, it, it's good and it's worthy and it's valuable. But like at the same time, we have so much to learn. And when we humble ourselves and have a teachable spirit and say, you know what, I'm going to learn from the greats. I'm going to look at Billy Graham and I'm going to learn from him and how he did things. I'm going to look at whoever it is, dot, 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 that you see that inspires you. And I'm, I'm actually going to take what they say and put it in my heart. And so that's how Bella has the wisdom to say something like, it is the Holy Spirit's job to convict. It is God's job to judge. And it is our job to love because Bella is listening to wise counsel. Maybe not wise counsel. She doesn't know Billy Graham. It's not in her life, but wise counsel from afar. And we have the ability and the blessing to do that with YouTube, with, I mean, literally everything, Spotify, Twitter, Instagram, you name it. You have like wise counsel everywhere. But as Christine Kane did say in one of our podcasts, not all information is wisdom. So you definitely to discern but I love that and I think Bella's off to a great start knowing that hey it's not her job to convict people that's the Holy Spirit's job she didn't need to shame people she doesn't need to judge people that's God's job that that's totally up to the Lord she doesn't have to get caught in that judgmental spirit she's just gonna love people because ultimately that's what Jesus told us to do love your neighbor as yourself so I love it Bella Rob that was so good um Moving along in June, we had John Luke and Mary Kate on the podcast. And John Luke said something that I thought was so great. It was such a fun piece of advice. And like, so John Luke to say this. <laughs> he said, if you have to eat a frog, best to do it in the morning. If you have to eat two frogs, best to do them one after another. Dash Mark Twain. Which again, I think is so cool. John Luke was saying like, John Luke is learning from people older than him. He's learning from somebody he that inspires him that he looks up to. And ultimately, that's kind of what the whole What That's Good podcast is about. 
It's about seeing somebody that we're inspired by and saying, hey, what inspired you? Seeing somebody that influenced us and say, what influenced you? And we hear these pieces of advice in our life and we see it played out in everything that they do. And I think that that is so cool. And so now we're seeing that played out and even the advice these people give. Hey, it's like, you might see that I do a lot of hard things in the morning. I wake up and I get my job done. And if I have two hard things, I do it right after another. How do I do that? John Luke, you'd ask, how do you, how do, you do that? Well, you listen to Mark Twain. If you have to eat a frog, do it best in the morning. If you had to eat two, do them one after the other. thought that was so good. All right, next in July, we had Lauren Daigle, which is such a good podcast. Oh my gosh, she just brought it. She's such a genuine soul, such a sweet spirit. And she said this, true freedom is giving people the permission to misunderstand you. Offense is taken, not given. Woo, it's so good because being misunderstood is so hard. It's so hard to be misunderstood. It's so frustrating. You want justice. You want to make it right. You want people to know the true you, how you really are, what you mean. But at the end of the day, like, we just don't get that sometimes. Like, not everybody's going to understand us. Not everybody's actually going to want to understand us. People are actually, sadly, going to want to judge you. They're going to want to stay jealous at you. They're going to want to stay mad at you. And she said, if you can get to the point of your life where you allow people the permission to misunderstand you, you will reach the most freedom you'll ever experience because then at that point, you can just freely love. You can just freely be yourself. You can just freely walk into the purpose God has for you, not worrying about if people are going to misunderstand you because you already know that they are. And I thought that was so good. I love how she then follows that up with offense is taken, it's not given. You know, that's offense is ours for the taking. You know, you hear people say, you know, a gift from God is yours for the taking. It's the same way with offense. It's yours for the taking. Are you going to choose to stay offended or are you going to kind of deny that offense that somebody throws at you? Brilliant. I loved it. Next one, moving right along. We're going to go to September. We had Max Licato, and I loved his advice. It was so simple for such a brilliant man. He said, succeed at home first, which that is so good because the thing is, I think sometimes whenever you get successful in life um, or just really with anything, you can have a job. It could be the simplest job or the most extraordinary job. Um, I think success in any manner, you tend to get very... Um, focus on the job, you start to work really hard, and you start to kind of lose focus of the things that are really most important to you. And so your priority shifts from your family to your workspace, to the people that work with you. And that's really a dangerous place to be because really if you're not winning at home, you're really not winning anywhere. If you're not resting at home, you're not resting anywhere. If you don't have peace at home, you probably don't have peace anywhere. And so I loved his advice, and I found that to be true in my own life. If I'm succeeding at home first, then the overflow of what's coming from my home is actually making me more successful, not just in a worldly standpoint, but in a spiritual standpoint, because I have peace, I am driven, I, I know I'm loved, I'm walking out the door knowing that my husband loves me and I love him, we're at a good place, and so I thought that was crucial, so good. A little more recently, we talked to Carrie Job in November, and her advice was brilliant. She said, comparison will always steal from the creativity and the calling on your own life. 
brilliant, so good. Comparison. We always say it's a thief of joy, but it's a thief of many things. It's a thief of your creativity. It's a thief of your calling on your life. And we kind of talked about this earlier, but when you start looking at other people's life and wanting to be them, it's like you're never going to be a better version of them than them. Be you. You're always going to follow up less than somebody else trying to be them, but you're going to be more than enough being who you are. And so I would encourage that all day long to not look to the left to the right, but be like a racehorse, put on your blinders and just run the race that God has for you. Um, that's the most important thing that you could do. So don't compare yourself to others. I know it's easier said than done, but it's so crucial that you stop that pattern. You might say, Sadie, how do you do that? How do you stop comparing yourself to other people? And I think you mentally have to change your mind. It says in Romans, don't conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. And I love that verse, but there's some key words in that verse I think that we don't always think about. It's that there's a pattern of your mind. We can't conform to the pattern of the world. We can't conform to this pattern. And so the pattern of the world seems to be comparing yourself to other people and, you know, looking at the left and the right, not feeling like you're good enough, being insecure, being anxious. Also, seems to be a pattern of this world. So we're not to conform to that, but we have to transform our mind. And so I think in that moment, transforming, how do you transform? Like you have to work to transform something. Like there is a big production that goes on to transform something. And I remember when I was trying to get out of that comparison zone and that jealousy zone, like I would literally have to stop the pattern of my mind and say, you know what? I'm not going to think that thought anymore. I'm going to thank you, God, for how you created that person. And I'm going to thank you for how you created me. And God, I pray you would help me celebrate that person and not compare myself to that person, champion what they're doing. And God, help me to do what you've called me to do. And so I think it's those prayers, it's those moments of stopping and actually shifting um, to, a new, um, to a new pattern in your mind is so crucial. Lastly, y'all, we had Christine Kane on and she brought it and her advice was similar to Lauren's. And I love how so many of these interweave with each other. She said this, make the decision right at the beginning that you will never be offended and you will never take offense. If you can be offended, you will be offended. Ooh, true. If you can, you will. If you're going to take it, you're going to be offended. And I just love that. Make the decision right now. Make it Today, I'm not going to be offended. Why do I say both of those? And why do I say all these things about, I think we kind of doubled up on comparison. We doubled up on offense. We doubled up on um, being yourself whenever I was reading this advice. And I think the reason I really wanted to stress these and reread these to you is because these are really important things. It's really important to be confident in who God created you to be. It's actually really important to not compare yourself to somebody else. It's actually really, really important to not take offense because all of those things are stealing from the opportunity and the calling that God has on your life. You know, I actually believe every single one of you have a purpose and I believe every single one of you was made in the image of God and made to be a good creation. And I believe that for you. And so I hope that you take this advice to your heart and you actually just go out and you're influenced by it. I, I, I hope that one day somebody asks you, what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? And maybe even say one of these. And you hear a good old, whoa, that's good. But y'all, 2020 has been a great year. Thanks for, um, yeah, it's been a hard year. It's been a great year on the podcast. It's been a hard year in life. And I recognize that and I see that. I know we've had 
the coronavirus that has taken so many lives and taken so much time from people and taken jobs from people and it's been hard and I know we've had racial tension which I know Nate is talking about and it was so such a good podcast as well and it's hard and we look at that and and it hurts and we're trying to be better and we're growing but every time you grow there's stretching involved and that can that can hurt so I know we've had a hard year so many other things that have happened there's been hurricanes there's been fires been all this stuff but I really do hope that this podcast can bring a glimpse of hope in this time I hope that what it does is it encourages you to be a better person in this time because there are a lot of things that we can't change back to what two mama said we can't change our situation but we can change your attitude and maybe we can't change some of these big problems but we can change who we're going to be in the midst of these big problems and so guys i want us to go out and be better people from one of the best pieces of advice i've ever gotten from my great grandma mama joe you're not kind because other people are kind to you. You're kind because you are a kind person. Go out and be who you truly are. And I think that'll shift the world. Don't forget that Passion 2020 is also coming up. We're so excited. It's actually Passion 2021, even though it's in 2020. We already have Passion 2020 uh, back at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, which was insane. But this one is going to be just as good, even though it's virtual, because God is not confined to walls. His presence and His Spirit can go anywhere that the people are because you guys are the church. And so I'm pumped. Don't forget to go get your ticket at Passion2021.com. Join us. It's going to be so exciting. Actually, several people I just talked about from the podcast will be there. Carrie Joe will be there. Christine will be there. Louie will be there. I'll be there. So many fun people. But the most important thing is that you are there. So go get your ticket, Passion2021.com. Way to stick with us this year. Well, that's good, fam. We love you guys. And we will be back in January with new people, new advice. And we're going to walk into 2021 stronger than we're leaving 2020. Love you guys.